Hi there, I'm Caroline, a recent college grad and your new personal cheerleader. The She Believe podcast is our time to chat as friends and dig deep into the real stuff. I'm here to let you know someone's in your corner and share truth that will help you become more fully who God has created you to be. Thanks for joining the conversation. You are always welcome. Welcome back to the She Believe podcast. I am so excited to connect you with one of my favorite women today, Grace. She's an entrepreneur, a camp owner, a blogger, and as she claims, your personal cheerleader, which may sound a little familiar because that is a title I'd also like to claim for all of you. Grace, welcome so much. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm so excited to be chatting with you. And I know that these ladies are going to be listening to this podcast and are going to be leaving more encouraged and motivated to chase their dreams. And now they know that they have someone else in their corner cheering for them while they're doing it. So this conversation is going to be for the girls whose lives are not neatly planned out, which Grace, can you maybe agree with that a little bit? Oh my gosh, I'm with you, sisters. (laughs) I know. Isn't that about all of us? We don't really know what we're doing. But Grace, I would love for you to share your story a little bit, how you got to where you are now, and really introduce yourself to everyone listening today. Yeah, so um, I, gosh, my whole journey, I would say, began um, as far as business goes in blogging. Um, When I was 15, I started a summer camp, and that was just kind of a random uh, decision I made while talking to my mom. I um, was really at a point where I felt like, I didn't have a ton of community around me and I was kind of just going with the flow of what I felt like I should do being in the sports that I was already in and just really following the crowd. Um, And I decided I kind of wanted to make a change for myself and do something that really lit me up. Um, So I decided to start this camp and it was there that I really started to find my passions and my mission um, as opposed to what I felt like my passions should have been. Um, So that was just a super cool journey, and I'm still running the camp five years later, and I also, in the meantime, um, a while back, started a blog called Let Your Light Shine, which kind of just goes along with that concept of finding your light and shining that, um, you know, not not trying to do what everybody else is doing, but do what God is calling you to, so. Yeah, such an important message. Yeah. So can you chat a little bit more about this camp? Who is this camp for? What was it called? Yeah, so the camp itself was really just a starting point for me, and everything I've done since then has kind of built off of that, but the camp was actually for um, kindergarten through sixth graders, mm, so, so it's just a day camp for fun, and it um, I saw like the community that it cultivated inside my hometown, um, not only for the kids, but for the high schoolers and college um, students who decided to be camp counselors and... Um, And ever since then, um, I've just really loved creating community and just diving deep into new ways to meet people and connect with people and um, just build off of one another. So I love that, that sense of like the desire to build community and first recognizing like maybe you didn't have that or you weren't satisfied with what your community looked like and you didn't just wait for people to come and seek you out, but you went out and found that for yourself and you decided to take interest in other people's lives um, and really build community, not just like wait for people to build that for you. And so kind of where did this passion for community come from or where did you feel like you weren't being satisfied? 
Um, yeah, gosh, I would say it really started in high school. Um, and honestly, a lot of it, I think, was out of frustration. Um, I had a few really good friends in high school, but I never felt like I had that solid, like, group of girlfriends who, like, had my back no matter what. And I never had, like, plans every weekend or things like that. And throughout my high school journey, I found myself um, really becoming close with people who I would like drive two hours to go see and we had met at a retreat or I would meet people at conferences and become good friends with them and, um, you know, cling tight to those people. But I was really like awakened to the fact that like community isn't necessarily just the people who, you know, live within five minutes of you. And I started to um, just recognize how important, you know, the people were even that were further away and how that could be my community if that's you know, what I, what I wanted and the people that I felt, um, were making me better. So, yeah. So what was different between the women that maybe were like in close proximity to you versus these women that you felt drawn to you from the different activities you were in that maybe lived farther away? Um, I think a big thing for me was I definitely started high school, um, as a one type of person and I finished as another and I felt really stuck Um, Like people only knew me for who I was. And I um, kind of throughout high school, through my own journey of, you know, struggles and triumphs, realized who I wanted to be. And I made those, I started to make those changes to myself, but I didn't necessarily feel like other people saw me as that. And so I really tried to um, just push forward and push outside of my comfort zone to meet people who, um, would help me in becoming that new person. Mm, I think that's very relatable because that's a challenge that I think, especially as women, we face is we put each other in boxes or if you have an encounter with someone or maybe you don't even know them, but maybe you've heard what they're like from other people or you've kind of just seen them on social media and we label them and we don't even give them the chance to redeem themselves. And so I really connect to what you were saying and I think it'll resonate with a lot of women that you wanted to expand, that you were going through this time of transformation, but you felt like the people nearest to you in proximity weren't able to see that because they were so close. And I think it's easy to get trapped inside that. And I know for me personally, going to college was this new opportunity to feel like, okay, now I can reinvent myself. None of these people know who I am because a lot of them aren't from my hometown. And so it gives you that opportunity to say like, who do I want to be? So when you were presented with that, like, what was the change that you wanted to present yourself as? Like, what were some of those characteristics that you're like, okay, I want people to see me as this, not as this anymore? Um, Oh, gosh, there was definitely a lot. (laughs) Um, I would say the biggest thing, though, is like, I, um, during the first part of my high school career, I definitely was like, I want to fit in, I'm going to do this because that's, I played volleyball because that's what I always did. And I was in this club because that's what I always did. And I hung out with these people because that's what I did. And it was kind of, um, I think the turning point was really when I decided that I I could be more than just all those things. I could, I could start this camp because I loved it and I shouldn't have had to, you know, worry about what other people were thinking or, um, feel like I couldn't have done it because that's not the normal. So I think it was really just recognizing that I wanted to step outside of the box and of who I already was. And I think part of it was definitely nervousness of what other people would think. But part of it was definitely, I think, needing some some new um, community around me. So 
So how did you push through that, push through that anxiety of like, what are other people going to think of me? They see me as this volleyball player, X, Y, Z. How are they going to perceive me now that I want to like lead a camp or encourage young women, start a blog? Like, how did you push through maybe those feelings of comparison or judgment, anything of that sort? Um, I would say I definitely, um, I let fear get me down for a while. I think for a long time, I kind of hid that. And same for when I started my blog. Um, I kept it private for a while. And I only told my friends who I was like, oh, yes, they will like it and they will like it. Um, And it was kind of like I picked and choose like who I wanted to show things to and like the person that I wanted to be. And finally, I think I was like, you know what, this is this is me. And I think it was kind of a disservice to um, only be that like half the time or to half the people in my life. So I think it's really, um, it's hard. But once you take that leap of like, you know, I'm going to do it anyway, and I'm going to go for it, you realize that, first of all, more people are going to support you than you think. Mm -hmm. I think we're so like caught up in this fear that like, we're not going to be accepted, or we're not going to be supported. But I think nine times out of 10, people are like, heck yes, like you go girl. Like I think that they they want to see people doing those things and it also encourages them to do the same. So I think just kind of getting through that like mindset problem of like, oh gosh, like what are they gonna think? Or, oh, they're not gonna like this or whatever it is. Just getting through that because most of the time I don't think it even works like that, so. Yeah, I think fear is the number one thing that keeps us from doing so many things that we really are called to do, like the things that God asks of us, the things that we feel passionate about, like, yeah, how many of us have that stir in our heart where you're like, okay, like I'm not experiencing this in my own life and I desire this. So like maybe I should begin this myself, whether that be a YouTube channel, whether that be a blog, whether that be a podcast, whether that's just starting a Bible study in your community. But then how much how many times fear steps in the way and says, you're not good enough for that. Like someone else could do that better. Like you're not qualified, but I think your story, and that's why I'm so excited to have you on today talking about like, how do we take the road less travel? Your story proves that like, you don't necessarily have to have the background. Like I'm sure at 15 years old, you did not have all the business skills (laughs) and knowledge (laughs) to start a camp, you know, and like how intimidating that would be. And to think like, okay, there's so many other people that can do this, but God's given you unique skills and the personality and just the passion. Like just, I think we neglect how much passion can drive the things that we do because we let fear get in the way and we let comparison tell us like someone else is going to do it for us. But in reality, like if we're not doing it, no one is. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that it's also so important to like realize, like I think you know, a lot of us are like, oh, I want to start a blog, but like, there's already so many people out there doing this and they're five steps ahead of me and they're better than me, blah, blah, blah. Like there is room for everyone. Like if you have a desire in your heart, if God is calling you to something, he has made a corner of this world for you to do that thing. And I think we, again, are just doing such a disservice to others. If we just ignore that, like if we're called to something like we, we owe it to ourselves and to the world to just go for it. Amen. So I want to talk about your little corner of the internet and how you really found your lane. So if you want to dive more into, yeah, when you started Let Your Light Shine and kind of tell me your process of how you have gotten to where you are now. Yeah. So this, gosh, Let Your Light Shine started when I was 16 with just a little Instagram account. 
Um, and it's so funny because it's called Let Your Light Shine, but I, at first, made it this, like, private account and was, like, hoping that nobody would see it uh-huh. and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think that's just such a testament to, like, first of all, like, how far you can come and, like, you know, I was totally letting fear get me down in, um, like, showing my mission to the world. That makes me laugh because here you have this account, Let Your Light Shine, but you're trying to dim your light. Like, yeah. how contradictory that is. That's so funny. I know. I'm like, looking back, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Grace, what the heck? <laughs> but anyway, um, we're public now, guys. <laughs> we're getting places. Um, yeah, so I just made this account. It was really when I started to um, really own my faith and care about that a lot more. Um, I kind of started to just see God in my life and the things that he was doing for me and just the places that he was taking me after a couple years of just being in a hard period of, you know, figuring out who I was and kind of separating myself from bad, you know, friends or situations, things like that. Um, So this account was kind of just the start of me, like on a journey for myself of, finding out who I was. And I think throughout the process, I just realized how, first of all, I was so, so wrong in thinking that I was the only one facing a ton of these issues, like, you know, self-confidence and body image and mental health and relationships. And, you know, I felt so like lonely in those times. And through this account, I was like, oh my gosh, that's, funny that I honestly thought that because every single girl goes through that same kind of stuff. And so I really tried to use it to just start creating community and connecting with girls who were, you know, going through similar things and had similar stories. And, um, you know, I just, I fell in love with writing and with just connecting with people and sharing my stories to hopefully inspire others. And, Um, yeah, here we are. (laughs) So what does that look like every day for you now? So you have this blog online. How do you manage like building a community with people that maybe you have never met? Yeah, so um, I definitely, I'm definitely very, very business minded and oriented. Um, Like I said, I I started a camp when I was 15. And So part of my like love for just blogging and all this is also like the nerdy business side of all this. Um, So I love doing like, I've taken a whole bunch of like courses for, you know, creative entrepreneurs and um, social media and things like that. And that totally, totally interests me. Um, But also I think the biggest thing is just like, I love to like genuinely connect with people. And um, I think that that, passion has led me to just creating new ways of, you know, cultivating community online. And, and like I said, you know, community is so much more than just the people in proximity to you. So if social media is such a big part of our lives nowadays, why not, um, why not make that a way to meet people and serve people and, um, just connect. I think that's huge. And that really brings me back to even what we were talking about at the very beginning is that we can't just wait around for people to come seek us out. Like we are called, like the gospel tells us that we are called to go out and make disciples. And so, yeah, if people are out there talking on the internet, like us removing ourselves from there isn't solving the problem. Like we have to meet people where they're at on the internet and like start there. And by no means do I think that like the internet is our end all be all. Like I do not think we should keep our relationships on Instagram, on Facebook, but it should be like 
a starting point and like ignite that flame to show people like how do you have authentic relationships? How do you be vulnerable in appropriate ways? And how do you give people the tools, which I think is something that you're doing so well, is how do you give people the tools to do this in their own everyday lives? Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I think that, yeah, it's so cool like how capable we are of creating community and of serving others on the internet. And, you know, like for Caroline, Caroline and I, for example, like we – followed each other on Instagram before we ever met in person. And I already knew that I loved her mission and I loved her heart for women and um, just for God. And I think that, you know, finding those people that are just like-minded, not only whether or not we become real life friends, just knowing that there are people who are like you and, um, you know, after the same things is so, so encouraging. So I think it's awesome to just have those types of people on your journey, whether it is on Instagram or not. Yeah. And it gives you the confidence with kind of almost a little bit of ease to see like, okay, other people are sharing these personal things. I'm recognizing mm -hmm. how people are responding to them. People are accepting, mm -hmm. oh, I relate to that story where it's like, okay, if I'm relating to these random people online, then I must have something. Maybe it's not the same thing, but mm -hmm. there must be something that I have in common with the women that are sitting beside me in class, the women that are in my sorority, the women at the Newman Center. Like, yeah, it doesn't just have to be these random strangers. Like there's something that the women next to us have to offer us and vice versa. For sure. So Grace, I want to I wanna talk a little bit about your journey right now, especially this past year. Um, has been a little crazy. So I know that you yes. stepped away from college, correct? Yes. So will you give us just a little idea of what your life looks like now and maybe that journey of like entering into college, why did you go into that? And then why did you decide that? Maybe that just wasn't your path right now. Yeah, so um, I always knew I was into business and I didn't ever know like exactly what I wanted to do, but I kind of knew that business would be a part of it. Um, I you know, with my blog and everything, I always thought it'd be super cool to make that my career and, um, you know, write and encourage others and create community and resources and things like that um, on my blog and, you know, extend that into events and stuff like that as well. But um, I didn't know if that was like a logical, um, you know, path or not. Um, so I went to college last fall. Um, I went to Xavier and I absolutely loved it. It was just such a great year. And, um, there would be times during the year that I was like, Oh my gosh, like I kind of know what I want to do and I don't really need college, but like <laughs> here I am, like, it's what I'm supposed to be doing. Like we're going to roll with it. Um, and I totally didn't mind because I loved being there. I loved my friends there. And I, I just want to stop you really fast because like the phrase that you just said of, I felt like I was supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. Like, Whoa. How many yeah. times in our lives are we doing things or just living away because we think that's what yeah. we're supposed to be doing? Exactly. Yeah. And that was the hardest part, I think, was convincing myself that. And it's funny because I told my parents this when I I finally started to come to my senses that maybe college was not my path and maybe whether it is down the road or not, I don't know, but I decided that I was going to take some time off. And I was super hesitant myself, like really trying to convince myself like, oh, Grace, can you make this work? Like, are you good enough for this? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I told my parents, I said, I never, ever encourage anyone to do something just because they felt like they were supposed to or they needed to, to prove it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
And if I'm doing that by staying here in college, then like, what am I showing? And I really realized like, you know what, in my own life, I had to like sit myself down and be like, no, like you, you don't have to do this. You know, like we're all called to something different and, um, just living for like the expectation of what we're supposed to be doing is not, not God's plan for us in the slightest. So, um, over the summer, I was kind of pondering that and I decided to go back to school, but I was really going to dedicate my semester to um, working really hard at my business. And then after that semester, I was going to be done um, or take online classes. And during the first like six weeks, I was like, it really was like God testing me. Like, I really know he was trying to tell me like, Grace, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. And I kept trying to like blow it off and Um, finally I was like, you know what, like this, this isn't it, like this isn't it for me. And so I decided to withdraw and now I am (laughs) dropped out and, um, just pursuing Let Your Light Shine full time. Um, I had a launch with what I called the Guide to Shine and basically it was a program and community for high school and college women, Um, just to come together, connect, encourage each other, and grow in four areas of life, which were faith, your sense of self, community, and then your future and goals. So um, that was a whole um, new adventure for me, but it was absolutely amazing and just so fulfilling to see um, God start to kind of piece this dream together and just make things work. Um, So I Yes, it's been a super crazy couple months and past year, but um, I just feel like super at peace with where I'm at and um, proud of myself for just being able to step back and follow my path, even if it's not um, necessarily like a normal one. (laughs) So yeah. Grace, I just want to affirm you that I am also so proud of you because I know there are probably girls listening right now that are like, wow, I could never do what she's doing. I could never have the courage to tell my parents that I'm going to drop out of school. (laughs) I could never face like the reality of having to tell my friends like, hey, I'm going to stop going to college so I can pursue my blog. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I would just have anxiety of like, what are people going to think of me and to have the courage to truly discern and not just like what you said, like just to prove something. Um, but really to say like, okay, what am I passionate about? What do I feel like God's calling me to? And how am I best going to serve not only myself, like in my mental health, my spiritual health, but how am I going to best serve other people? And if that's not you going to school right now, then like, that's not it. Um, but I think it's also important to note that like, we're not sitting here telling everyone like drop (laughs) out of college. (laughs) (laughs) This is the only way you can pursue your dreams. Right. Um, But I think it is such an important lesson on like the things that society tells us will give us success, like having a college degree, earning as much money as you can. Like those are not the things that are going to make us happy. Like I'm sure and you can attest to this that like what's going to bring you joy is doing whatever God is calling you to do. And for me, that looked like finishing out my college degree, even though sometimes I was very hesitant and I, like you, wanted to drop out. (laughs) Um, But I knew that I was running away from something instead of doing what God was calling me to do. And so I'm grateful that I stayed in college and I'm finishing out. But yeah, what do these women that maybe are listening and they're like, okay, well, I have a passion. I want to pursue it but maybe I can't take such a large leap, Mm -hmm. such as dropping out of school. (laughs) 
So what would your advice be for them? How do they pursue forward maybe with a smaller step? Yeah, I mean, I think that the cool thing is, is like, you know, yes, stepping out of college is like a huge, you know, would not would not totally just recommend that to anyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long, long time to even convince myself. But I think it's really in the little things too, you know, uh, whether it be like a toxic friendship or, mm. you know, wanting to um, join a new club or quitting something that you're not really passionate about anymore. Um, I think it's really in the little things just as much as it is in the big things, because those are the things that add up to like make us who we are. And really that's, you know, where it started for me too, was um, surrounding myself with people who were going to encourage me and make me better. Um, But yeah, if you are someone who has a dream or a passion on your heart, Um, first of all, I would just encourage you to really like listen to God in whatever that might be. And, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna reach success overnight, but I would say just take even the most, you know, even the smallest forward step in finding a way to make that a reality. And for me, that was, you know, starting a summer camp. I really, really thought I was going to have like five kids come. And I still, you know, I probably would have been a little bit embarrassed, but like it would have been, you know, it would have all worked out. And I think that if we're okay with starting small and just trusting God, it can turn into just such big, um, great things that he is calling us to. Mm, I think that's a really good point because we live in this instant gratification world. We live in this social media world where it's we want success overnight and yeah. we see people like look at Justin Bieber or yeah. a lot of people on the internet that just like have fame overnight. And so we expect that whatever we do for it to be successful or deemed successful, that it has to be perfect mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. And that goes back to the fear of like that holds us back from even starting. Um, right. So how, yeah, how from your own experience would you recommend, like how do we measure success not by what the world is telling us, not by like maybe gaining like thousands and thousands of followers or making so much money in short amount of time. But like, how do we be patient with ourselves as we're pursuing something such as a blog or um, whatever someone's passion may be? Yeah, that's a super good question. Um, And this is definitely something that I have struggled with too. I'm, you know, three years in and I still... I'm like, oh my gosh, like, should I even be doing this? Is it even worth it? Um, And I really try to um, focus on the like one-on-one conversations and things like that. Like, I think really one of the things that has propelled me forward the most is like one-on-one like DMing with, um, you know, someone on Instagram who maybe related to one of my posts or something. And I think that it's it's easy to, um, you know, take a step back and just like look at the big picture of like, oh, my gosh, I'm only I'm only here and I need to be here. Um, but I think that that's not God is not calling us to be everything to everyone. You don't need every person out there to be following you and hearing your story because that's, you know, your story is. Yes, it's so, so valuable, but God has God has made you to serve certain people. And I think that when we can step back and just recognize that and know that we don't have to be everything for everyone, it's first of all, I think just super peaceful to know that like God is in control and will lead us to where we're supposed to be. But also it's just, um, it's, it's just a relief to, um, 
not feel like you have to be to a standard of perfection uh, because, you know, ultimately we're just not going to reach that. So I would definitely say um, just take a step back and remember what you're doing, why you're doing it, and that you don't need to be everything to everyone. Yeah, that definitely puts things into perspective and allows you to assess, like, am I doing this for myself and for my own glory? Or am I doing it to reach other people and share the gospel and to share my life with them? And I too had a similar experience when I kind of started my own blog and just kind of was wrestling with like, why am I in this space? Like there's so many other people that are doing it better than me. There's people with thousands of more followers than I have. Like clearly what I'm doing is not important. And that same day, I had a girl reach out to me through um, a DM and she just explained like she came across my page and how she read a post that was exactly what she needed to hear. And I just remember feeling like this sense of peace and contentment of like, okay, like Jesus, like if I reach one person, then that's enough. Like if I change one person's life, if I help one person encounter you in a different way, then like this is all worth it. Mm -hmm. And it's not about the numbers. It's not about the following. It's not about how much money I make, but it's about what is my purpose. And I think it's so important as, especially as we're growing and as we're trying to find our own lane and like, what exactly is God calling me to do is to go back and like continually assess like what is our path and what is our specific mission and how does our story reach um, others in a way that's personal and that's real. Right. Yeah, for sure. So Grace, I think it's so clear that, yeah, your work is full of your passion and that it stems from a lot of personal experience. And so as we're kind of wrapping up, I just want you to give maybe just a couple little bits of advice for women that maybe feel like they don't have a passion or they're not really sure what path to go down. How would you encourage them to maybe start trying to find some of those things or to find their lane? Maybe if they have a lot of different passions and don't know where to start or one thing to pick. Oh gosh, that is, that is so good. Um, and that's, yeah, that's for sure. Something that I've struggled with from both ends of the spectrum. Um, I think I've been at points where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, I'm not good at anything. Like, what am I meant to do? And then I have times where I'm like, I know exactly what I want to do. And I think that both ends are equally as difficult because I think that when, um, you know, when we're feeling like we have nothing going for us and not sure what we're end up, we're supposed to end up doing. Um, I think it's like, we've almost like lost a little bit of like trust in God. Like we're doubting that he has this, you know, plan for us. And, you know, we know that he does, but I think we just, in those times where we're like, I don't know, like that's, that's a sign of us needing to kind of get back on track and, um, you know, talk to him about that or like, you know, chase after God in those times. Um, and I think, you know, on the opposite side of the spectrum, when we, um, are kind of in the mindset that we know exactly what we want to do, I think it also is, Um, sometimes easy to kind of like ignore God and Mm -hmm. follow our own plan rather than his. Um, And so I think that really just like trying to hear God in every single season and, you know, whether it's um, you, you know, start to recognize something that you're super passionate about, or you think you've maybe, you know, found what you're meant to do. I think um, in the little steps and big, like talk to God about that and, um, hear him and where he's leading you. And I would say really just 
um, go outside your comfort zone and try stuff like do, do what you love. Um, and don't take it too seriously at first, but find what sets you on fire and, you know, don't feel like you need to apologize to other people around you for just chasing after that. Just go for it. Mm, That is so good. And Grace, you are definitely living that out and yeah, cheering us on along the way. I definitely feel the encouragement and I just love following you along because I'm always like, yes, like I can go do what I want to do in the moments of doubt. I'm like, I just need to go see what Grace is saying today because I know she's going to cheer me on. Oh my gosh. Same to you. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so thankful our paths crossed. Me too. So I want you to be a cheerleader to other people as well. So where can they go to find you? Where, where can they go to join your community? Yeah, so you can find me on the gram at um, Lecha Lightshine. So it's L-E-T-C-H-A Lightshine. Or my website is www.lechalightshine.org. I would love to see you gals inside. So come join. <laughs> you guys definitely need to check her out. And she just has like the cutest branding. It's very bright <laughs> and fun colors and it just makes you happy. It's Thank definitely God. embodies grace. She did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So Grace, before I let you go today, the ending question. Um, so we end every podcast episode with this one question. And so it's your turn. Yes. So what is one promise you believe the Lord has fulfilled in your life? Okay, this has definitely been, I would say, like a work over the past um, like year or so. But I really, um, I think for a long, long time, I've just been praying and praying and praying over like, God, like show me my lane and like, you know, where I'm called to, because I I kind of explained earlier, but I think um, struggling with like, feeling like I need to be everything for everyone, that was like, such a common thing in my life. And so I really, really um, have been focusing on just like praying, like about, you know, God, like, show me what, like, how I am meant to serve people. And I really feel like God has just slowly like, put that on my heart and just humbled me in a way that has shown me Um, you know, I meant to serve these people in this way. And, you know, that is my way to shine. And um, everybody has that for themselves. So just like finding that for me, I think has been um, super cool and just super humbling. Mm, Grace, well, thank you so much for living your life in a way that encourages other people to live out their passions and to live out the mission that God is calling them to in their everyday lives. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed Grace and I's conversation, please join our community on Instagram and like and subscribe to this podcast and give us a rating and comment below what this podcast has done for you because we would love to grow this community and share it with a friend so they too can feel inspired and encouraged in their everyday life. So thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.